following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Probably the fifth dimension. <laughs> you have to go older, didn't you? You had to go further back. You couldn't just keep it there in the 60s. You had to go back to the When 50s. were the stylistics? No, that's, that would be with them. That okay. would have been the yeah. yeah. Picture by golly, wow. Man, that sounded well, good. You man. guys good. Yeah, there right. we go. <laughs> And Pitcher by Golly Wow. <laughs> it's a fabulous football yeah. fight song Friday edition mm-hmm. of Mix Shots. And there are a lot of disappointed people that are tuning in because Savannah is on my assignment. <laughs> oh, my. Man, they dog us on Twitter, man, on, uh-huh. when it comes to her. Yep. We don't ever treat her right. Why That's sure? why I try my best to treat her well because everybody's <laughs> out there. You guys are dogging her. Like, okay, man. Do we have her picks? I, I have them. Okay, good. She All is, right. And she sent me my reminder, too. Okay. <clears throat> I had something in my head that I was going to say yesterday, and I forgot, and I thought of so that in the locker room, and she <laughs> took a note on her phone to remind me, and she sent the So are we saving that for me. later in the show? Yeah, 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 it's not that big. Okay. All right. But it's a good little nugget. All right. Well, we've got a lot of good little nuggets to get to over the course of the next 45 minutes as we get you set for Sunday night football, the Cowboys and the Eagles. It's December football. This is why we do this, right? Yes. The tours are inundating the star right now. Mm -hmm. The NBC crew is uh, Including Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett yesterday. I I heard he he was here yesterday. I didn't see him, but uh, we needed someone to do the Mike McCarthy show since the coach was out. I thought maybe so. they, I thought maybe they brought him in in case they needed a play caller. Yeah. Uh, Brian out of Schottenheimer. Retirement. Brian Schottenheimer filled in yesterday on the press conference and on the coaches show, the TV show, which you can see on DallasCowboys.com. I need to look at that because I'm ashamed to say I have no idea what it even looks like. What Brian? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I have never met him. I've never seen because he doesn't really get much interviews, many interviews. Right? Well, they do the coordinators every Monday, but mm. you're long gone. Yeah, they yeah. usually do yeah. them at like four o'clock. Gotcha. Or so. Although he did Mike's. Uh, and where you you get to know him through that, and then back in training camp also, there was a couple of availabilities during training camp, which was longer. And and of course, this really been his. I mean, even though it's his second year here, it's his first year that he's been. Uh, in the spotlight yes. a little bit like, here because he, like he was dad. an analyst last year. Huh? Does he look like his dad? Uh, not no. really. No. Okay. No, huh? No. Yeah, I would say I, that would be yeah. a no. I, mean, I don't either. That's okay. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, it's a no. Right. It's a no. <laughs> yeah. Very insightful. Sometimes we take out the, our, our mom. Very insightful. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love talking to him. Oh, yeah. He even, and, and in fact, he even I admitted he, well, we talked about it yesterday. He admitted mm-hmm. he had lost his appendix at 14 years old. And, uh, but, you know, just his personality, I can see how he very quickly connected with Dak. Mm-hmm. He's got a charismatic personality and he's a great communicator. Well, his dad did too. A great communicator yeah. and, um, and just a guy that uh, you want to hang out with. Wasn't that, wasn't that his dad that uh, yelled at the fans? Because they were booing. No, right? you're thinking uh, uh, Sam Weish. Oh, okay. so you're my thinking bad. Of. My bad. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Brian. Cincinnati. Sorry. So, Brian. speaking of yelling, I uh, I took Bill's suggestion. I turned on the whip this morning. Oh, you did. I, I didn't haven't. I listened to him early in the week and <laughs> haven't since because I can't the, stomach it. It was the Hugh Douglas. <laughs> it was the Hugh Douglas show. Okay. Right? And uh, <laughs> he. Thanked <laughs> some some cowboy fan called in and started giving him some history lessons. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Douglas interrupts the guy and goes, "Hey, I got ADD. Get to the point." <laughs> <laughs> I used to be on the show with him uh, with, with Stephen Hugh? A. Stephen A.'s uh, first show, Stephen A. Smith. His first show. It was me, uh, Hugh, and the running back that used to be at A and M, and he played with the uh, Chiefs. Oh, uh, Greg Hill. Yeah, Greg yeah. Hill. Greg we Hill. All well, he's still on. I saw a – did I see that? No, no, never. No, but we, we won Stephen A's first show the yeah, day, yeah, when they, yeah. when they canceled mind. that show. I mean, his that doesn't that was back when Greg Hill was uh, – I, I did a, a college football studio show for Fox Sports Southwest uh-huh. one season with Greg Hill. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, uh, he He's is. opinionated, too. Oh, very. And so that was probably about that same time he was dabbling in media back then. We, we, had, we flew up to New York for every show. Okay. Every Monday. So, yeah. so uh, the, the fans were all calling – you know, they take calls – basically the their host shows mm-hmm. taking calls, right? And some guy called, and all of a sudden it was like, whoa, whoa, ho, ho, ho! And he was cussing, and they had to drop him, right? And, and, and they, were, they were yelling at the guy. He's like, no, you can't come on here and do that. And, and then Hugh Douglas goes, well, I tell you what, after that San Francisco's loss, everyone in the city is on edge, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. They are. And, 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 and it's like, and he goes, and, and I don't want any of these dopey cowboys fans calling in anymore right don't they don't make any sense and i'm going oh my so philadelphia uh-huh. but here's how so philadelphia right exactly so Here, philadelphia i was reading a column in the paper so philadelphia mm-hmm. two guys standing out in the cold with all the clothes they can have put on uh, at the entrance of the Eagles practice facility, and they were holding up a big sign. So when everybody drove in, including the coaching staff, it, it said, run the ball more. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it was like, it, it, well, they they ran the ball against San Francisco 18 times for 48 yards. Mm-hmm. Then in the first half, they only ran it seven times, right? Uh, so the the bottom line was of the column that they've, they've run it. They just mm-hmm. have it running They're very not running well, well right? right? Uh, and they're... They're all up arms because they're only averaging 4.1 a, a carry. Mm-hmm. I'm going, whoa. Wow, that's, what a luxury. That's what the Cowboys what do, a luxury. right? <laughs> what a luxury. Uh, so it was uh, it was pretty funny. But you know what? And this is why those people love Sirianni. Mm-hmm. So when they asked him about it, he goes, you know what? 
we do need to run the ball more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that's what you do like about the organization. It's very matter of fact. Right. And the, the fans themselves, you know, I, I always think about the, uh, the, the, the pennant, the National, National League pennant this year after they lost. And, uh, God, the fans were just – they were interviewing them after the game. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You think the Cowboy fans are tough. These guys are crazy. Even the women are out there cussing. And, <laughs> I mean, they were hot. They were hot because, of course, that was a big loss, uh-huh. you know, because they lost at home. Yeah, they the lost at home. Backs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just – that's typical Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then they were they're starting to get on Jalen Hurts, you know. He, well, he's not running enough. Why isn't he running more? <laughs> it's like, well, he's got a knee thing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, you gotta be careful. Anyway, man. it was. It was uh, don't don't piss off Philly fans. Ten minutes of entertainment. So yeah. you could only you only went ten minutes of it. I was, yeah. Well, that I was had, all you needed. I had <laughs> I had other stuff to do. Right? You're just just you cussing, you know. Just yeah. I wish they would. I, I they caught his cuss words, whatever the guy was saying. But boy, they were all. That reminds me, back in '92, when the Cowboys and Eagles. We're going at it, and uh, they had the Monday night game, which the Eagles actually won 31-7, to I think. And that was back in the day where we actually would go on the road, not just to cover a road game, but we spent all week up there. And we went like on a Tuesday and came back on Monday mm-hmm. and did stories. And so interviewing all the Philadelphia fans, it was so much fun. Uh, even though the Cowboys wound up losing that game, of course, the Cowboys that season in 92 got the last laugh. A few weeks later, they played here. Cowboys won. And then they played in the divisional round of the playoffs, and the Cowboys won that too. And uh, But I, I got a heavy dose of the Philadelphia fan. <laughs> well, do you remember uh, the, that, that week? The, the pregame stuff outside yeah, the stadium? Yeah. The play, Chuck Cooperstein had he, me. He was on the whip He then. had me on the whip uh, with him as yeah. a guest. Yeah. 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 Uh, what is the, the whip game. exactly? WIP, WIP radio. Okay. Just call it the whip. Okay. WIP Everybody knows radio. the whip. Yeah. yeah. The whip. That's where all talk radio started, I swear, with all the calls and the yelling and And screaming. And Tony Bruno was on there then. Right. Um, But I remember doing a live shot from a bar in Philadelphia. It was probably the Thursday before the Thursday or Friday before the game. Was that a good idea? (laughs) No, it wasn't. But we did it anyway. And uh, and. We uh, there was uh, the owner of the bar. Or this is the son of the owner, and <laughs> the, uh, the 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 owner of the bar had died, and his ashes <laughs> were. He was cremated. His ashes were like on the mantle right by the bar. This is this is Johnny. Yeah, he's the biggest. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagle fan of the world. Yeah, we sure they honor him to right here. They here is ashes hey. right here. So. The old timers used to go every year to this this one bar in downtown Philadelphia. It was by the uh, one of the college campuses. Maybe it was Villanova's in Philadelphia, yeah, yes. right? Maybe there. I don't know. But we go. They they were friends with this guy, and uh, he closed the bar down one night, and he had one of those old English cabs. And he took us for a ride along the river where all the Christmas decorations mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, got to cover a game at noon tomorrow <laughs> or one o'clock, right? But yeah, I love, I love the city. Really? I, I just yeah. love it. I've never really hung out there. It's it, it's yeah. it's it's fascinating. Uh, it, the people are fun. You know, now when they get in the stadium, it's a different story. Yeah, you right? learn about that. Uh, but uh, the <laughs> night before a game, they want to talk football and they. 
kind of know their stuff, or at least they think they do. All too. I know is Philly and snow, Philly fans and snowballs. Snowballs with batteries in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's all I know. I was on the sideline one game, and it would have been when, well, it was during that time they were throwing stuff at the Cowboys, and I was on the sideline, game was over, and I think they were, they were winning, and all of a yes, sudden they were. this uh, snowball there. comes bouncing by me, and I and it was short, right? Didn't make it, and I turned around and I yelled, you rag arm. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the security guy looked at me and goes, don't incite no, these people. Please, and no, I'm going, they're you. already incited. <laughs> That was not smart, Spags. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so anyway, here we here we go. We yes. Had, as Dak would say, here we go. Hey, I got to the bottom of that. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, why did you decide on here we go? And I, it was at the end of the locker room, so I got him by myself. And he goes, well, he goes, uh, you know, I know, I'm not sure. He goes, Tyler. And he's calling Biotish over. He goes, how did we go and get going on this here we go? I, I think it was you. And, and Tyler goes, no, no, you would always say when we're getting ready to start the cadence in training camp, it was like, okay, let's go, let's go, here we go. And he goes, you said it a couple times, and then we decided that was going to be the sign before we start the play cadence. But it, what it really means is shut up mm-hmm. and listen. Because the offensive line, I guess, talks and they're telling, you know, whatever their signals are right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's, now it's time to start. And so, and, and as Tyler said, it, it was kind of shut the another Up. word. Up, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and that's how it started, right? All right. Here's, here's what's going to happen on this thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Cowboys are going to have a very successful month of December. Uh-huh. And that's going to be the slogan as the Cowboys make their march in the into postseason. The in, into in the, the postseason. Here we go. So it's what was be, it that one year? Yeah, what about the, last year? It was finish the fight. No, last year was uh, something, a guy from a TV show or something, didn't they? Remember? I it don't was, remember Yeah, that was his rally call. That was the coach's rally call. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said something. Come on, guys. We've talked about it. I, I somebody care. will yeah. chime in here yeah. on on X. Somebody will help us out. Yeah, but, uh, it, you know, and, and then going back 1992, that was how about them Cowboys. That it was that all got started with Jimmy in the – it was in the playoff. That ain't never going to Yeah, Yeah, but that got started in the playoff <laughs> post-game celebrations, starting probably with that Philadelphia game, then for sure San Francisco. It was and San then, Francisco in the locker room. He may have said it in Phil, uh, after Philly, too. I don't, I don't remember know. that one. But I was there. I but, don't remember that. Yeah, I was, too. But it, that's where, where that got legs, and here we are, you know, it's uh, iconic uh, slogan. Mm-hmm. And we need to start one. Here we are. Well, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that's going to be, okay, the highlight film for this hey, season. Fool. <laughs> what, what's the title of the highlight film for this season is going to be Here We Go. You know. Now they just got to finish it. Remember how they did that every year and they would have a media party to unveil the video? Uh-huh. NFL Films video of the season, whatever. I think we did that one year at the Dallas Aquarium. 
because Jimmy got in. And that's how America's team got coined. It was basically the NFL Films uh, video of that 1977 Uh, or 78 season, whatever year, 77? Yeah. Super Bowl year? So it would have been 78 by the time it started. Right. Yeah. So here we go is the title this year. Here we go. Yep. And here we go. We get them back here on Mix Shots where we break down Cowboys versus Eagles. And, oh, I might mention Zeke Elliott somewhere along the way, too. (laughs) Imagine this. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. I have got to call these guys. Chris, can you give me a discount? Because my roof is really in bad shape. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a yes. That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, before we jump into Cowboys Eagles, how about Zeke last night for the Patriots? Impressive. I thought it was impressive. 29 touches, 140 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was his first game as the lead dog and the only dog for the Patriots in the run game last night. Now, it was just 22 carries for 68 yards on the ground, but it was seven seven receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. And he may have made the most significant play of the game on an interception where at the corner of his eye, he sees what's developing, and he runs down the player and makes a tackle. Isn't that crazy? Saving a touchdown. <laughs> Would you take it? I, on, I? Your team, on your team? 
I've said all along. I'm going back to March. I've said it. At, yeah, at the, he's asking the wrong people. Yeah, yeah he's right. asking the wrong people. At, know, at the price. Know, no, I'm not, not even asking we myself. You know we, we all stand. we yeah. all stood yeah. with mm-hmm. that. Right? At that money, which is three million dollar contract, right. mm-hmm. which is what we said all along. Although he does you know. have a per game bonus in there. No, the per game bonus is, gets him up to the three million. It's the the incentives that the, go beyond the, it are the snap, snap incentives. Yeah, and yeah. he's at thirty eight percent of the right. snaps right now. It that. kicks in at fifty percent. I don't think he'll even get there if he's the lead no, dog. You he, know the rest he, of the he way. He won't. He won't have enough. Yeah. So, uh, I just I just know it's tough being in the locker room where you lose so much. Mm-hmm. Went to the we were two and fourteen I think with Tom, and then one and fifteen with Jimmy. Wow, those two years. Oh my God! It was it was three and thirteen. It was three, three and thirteen in eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was it was just bad. It was mm-hmm. bad. It, it, it make when you walk into the the, the room, your stomach feels tight. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how well you're playing or badly, you, we all feel the same. So I don't feel, I feel sorry for for uh, Zeke right now. Well, three and ten, the greatest and 10. coach in the history of football was playing the wrong running back. I think. <laughs> but the consolation prize. And maybe the wrong quarterback, too. Bailey's happy last night. $3 million uh, at the end of your career. Mm-hmm. At the end of your career? Well, towards the end. Well, 28. But but you have to be – you know, have to give him credit. I mean, he's he'll doing play, the work. It's hard, it's hard to do the work when you're losing. Yeah. It's hard to do I the work when I, you're losing okay. constantly. I would not be surprised if Zeke plays another four years because – in contrast to some of these other running backs who rely on that speed mm-hmm. in order to do their thing, what Zeke does, it, it you know, whatever he loses is, as far as his speed goes, he makes up for in the other stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And he's a, he's a guy. And, and here's the big, the key on Zeke is he, as we've talked about all along, he's a great locker room guy. Yeah. And I don't know what the perception is of him nationally or whatever. But he's not a big ego guy, mm-hmm. as he's proven this year in New England. And so he can fit into a team concept, and he he's smart enough to understand he doesn't need all those carries, whatever, in order to f- satisfy his ego or right. whatever, you know. And he so he can fit into a rotation, which is what all NFL teams basically do now. If he was a free agent right now, I, Philadelphia would sign him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. They're signing yeah. every one of these guys. Well, because he does more than just run. Yeah. You know, he's a, one of the best blitz pickup guys I've seen. That's right. Period. That's and right. Two yeah. of those sacks last and, and, week and, was the running back missing the mm-hmm. blitz yep. pickup. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, all right. Cowboys, Eagles, and uh, where would you like to go? Do you want to get what you – Oh, my tried? little deal? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> – um, Don't say that. <laughs> my little anyway, deal? Yeah. <laughs> You said it twice. I'm going to have to drop you, <laughs> Chris. Oh, um, so I didn't say nothing. No, no. But you were thinking it. I was thinking Chris needs to drop it, right? <laughs> um, so to the, the scout team getting mm-hmm. ready for Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, uh, they had J, uh, Trey Lance. Uh, nice playing nice. Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, how much fun it was. I went up to him and said, hey, you, you, you put on your best Jalen Hurts impersonation, I hear. And he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, we needed somebody to kind of extend the play, mm-hmm. not just sit in the pocket and mm-hmm. throw, just show them, you know, everybody makes so much 
deal out of this 2.3 seconds in the pocket. Right. And so, but he was, yeah, he said it was fun to get to scramble around and kind of give him uh, a real good look at some of the stuff Hertz does. And I said, so does that like the most snaps you get? And he goes, well, it was this week, yeah. Because he doesn't get much. He'll get a few with the scout team, uh, but Cooper Rush has taken the majority of them. And then Dak gets all the offensive snaps. They get nothing. Um, So, yeah, anyway, so – Trey Trey Lance putting himself to use. Good little nugget. Um, Okay, so where else would you like to go here? So I see where the concentration, or at least the questions coming up in Philadelphia, is how do they stop CeeDee Lamb? Um, Because they remember very clearly that the first time around – uh, CD had 11 catches for 191 yards, and 10 of those were for 10 plus yards. And so their their uh, emphasis this week is making sure that they do a good job on the um, extended plays mm-hmm. when they're off schedule, right? And knowing that they got to cover not the first route, but the second and third. Uh, deal and you know i was i was surprised they're they're 29th against the pass and and i'm thinking with that pass rush you would think that uh you know defending the pass would be one of their better traits right uh but they've given up 42 pass plays of 20 plus yards 13 of those are 30 plus yards so they've given up some big plays and if you remember, I think that was one of Dak's first big games, right? He played well against the Chargers, right? Where the well, it Philly was, it was, was, it was this Rams was, were after the this Chargers. Was Rams. Where, this is where they said, okay, he played well against a championship right, team. Right, right. Yeah. Because he threw for uh, 330 yards. Right? So you said it yesterday. Yeah. And so – so anyway, that's been the media focus in Philadelphia that they've got to do a better job uh, against the run. You know, and I was sitting there against going, the pass. I mean, against the pass, against the run, they're like third. And I said, well, do people just quit trying to run because they can't? So all they do is pass or are they in catch up mode because Philadelphia is ahead? Mm-hmm. Well, Seven of their ten wins are by no more than seven points. Right. So they've had some close calls yes, that they've they been getting by with. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, C.D. Lamb. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're figuring you better uh, concentrate, uh, focus on stopping him on those extended plays. That's why it's good to have three guys who are having good seasons this year. You can't stop C.D. and Ferguson and Cook. Right, you just can't. I mean, you're gonna have to pick your poison, and then if you if you're not careful, you're gonna let Gallup out of the bag. You're gonna let you know Tobit out of the bag. Which is funny because because Jerry and Mike keep getting asked, well, what about Gallup? And it's like, well, you got a receiver on a franchise record pace. Mm-hmm. Cooks is pretty good. Yes. Now you're asking me that the third receiver needs to be more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Cooks has the mismatch. Usually that's right. Usually the slot receiver has a back in the day had a safety on them. Now they're getting more specialized and they're putting a, a, a third defensive back on them. But either way, you don't usually have that much experience in the slot, and that's where Cooks is feasting. 
because I, I was uh, I want to make sure I was right on this. So in, in 95, when Michael was setting the single season receiving records, mm-hmm. uh, the second receiver was Kevin Williams, who basically when they drafted him, they was like a return guy. That's right. Yeah, he was but a then Elvin Harper guy. left, so he right. became the second. So I always ask people, so who do you think the third receiver was that year? And how many catches did he get? The receiver, not Novacek or Johnston or Emmett Smith. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Uh, how many? How many catches? You mean yeah. for the third receiver? You're, you're yeah. looking for the player, the you, player's name. You name, and I'll give you the number. Oh, okay. Because you don't know who. Well, he you is. just said Step Kevin Williams. Williams. You just said Williams. No, second. He was the second receiver. Well, how many did he have? Oh, the second receiver uh, had a robust thirty-eight. Okay. But the third receiver was the renowned Corey Fleming. Oh, Corey Fleming. <laughs> I remember when he first arrived. In, <laughs> I remember when Corey Fleming first arrived. They got him from San Francisco, did training camp in Austin. In Switzer, uh, at his press conference after practice, he was just out on the field. He says, yeah, well, you know, I'm, just, I'm seeing him for the first time. Looks like he's got a big butt. <laughs> so Switzer. He had. Well, you remember his number one line, right? <laughs> There's so many. Was, um, yeah, yeah, he, he's he's pretty good, but he hadn't dropped yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's a little young. He hadn't dropped yet. Okay. He had he had all of raising cows now. Six catches. Your third wow. receiver, and they won a Super Bowl. But well, like you said, mm-hmm. Novacek is yeah still the guy. I there. mean, Novacek had 62. Right. Uh, and then the next receiver was, you remember Stepfret Williams? I just said Stepfret Williams. Yeah, I just had, said it. He had five. He was, he was my guest with Stepfret Williams. I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't remember that he for sure was on that team. Stepfret. Stepfret. Right. What a name. So another, anyway. We just had a flashback to Switzer See, press I knew when he got another Switzer flashback. Flashback. Post-game press conference after big game, big win, whatever, and there's – Media shouting questions at Switzer, and all of a sudden, Switzer takes a look over at this one guy over here. You look like Son of Sam. <laughs> so Switzer. Life is good. You know how uh-huh. Bill Life was good. Bill would talk about distractible players. Uh-huh. Switzer was a very distractible, distractible coach. coach. You look like Son of Sam. <laughs> oh, the things that used to come out of his mouth. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. He was an HR nightmare. Yes, he was. <laughs> Didn't even know how to go to the airport without uh-huh. and, and, and the things that didn't come out of his carry-on luggage. Right. <laughs> oh. And he hadn't changed a bit either. That's right. If you get yeah, him on the he's radio not trying now. to change. Right? He no. ain't trying uh, to change. That's what I love that's about him. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, where now? How about this? <laughs> <laughs> I decided, uh, thanks to the whip, to look this up like who was officiating the game. So mm-hmm. it's John Hussey's crew. Uh, four guys on the crew with at least 16 years of experience. Good moves, Fags. I want to hear this. They have called the fifth most penalties uh, of all the crews. Mm-hmm. 150 <laughs> in 11 games. Ah. 1,270 yards. And 178. That sounds like that sounds like it's on our pace. 178 yeah, on our pace. overall mm-hmm. since 2028 were dismissed, is how they list it. Either picked up or uh, that's a lot. Declined. That is a lot. That's 178 penalties Jeez. in 11 games. So they're averaging 13.64 penalties a game. 
against both teams together. Yeah, combined. together. Okay, that's yeah. not total flags okay. in the game. So. And the last time when the Cowboys played the Eagles, I think both teams were in double figures on penalties. They were at 20, right? Each I had think so. 10. They each had 10. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a real disjointed game, which this last week it was 19, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the crew that worked last night's uh, Patriots-Steelers game was uh, the crew that is has the least number of penalties called on the season. And apparently it held true last night. The Patriots were penalized seven times for 59 yards, and the Steelers just one time for five yards. And see, I'm sure that the league has sometimes a conversation with these refs. and like, hey, guys, this is a primetime game. Can we keep it moving? You know, you ever think they have those conversations with them? I heard that in college, in a lot of the games, Mm -hmm. that uh, they kind of tell them, remember, scoring is important, Mm -hmm. and... Keep the game moving. moving. Yes. Don't get in the way. Yeah. If it's obvious, mm-hmm. call it. But if it's Which is why you'll see on, on NFL games, if you're close to the first down, they give you the first down mm-hmm. in NFL games. Mm-hmm. Because they don't we're not They're stopping. They're not even measuring. No, we're not Move stopping to measure yeah. unless yeah. it's a critical fourth. The guy down that makes the spot, he'll whatever. tell them behind him. Yeah. Move the chain. That's right. Move yeah. And you just yeah. have to get in the vicinity mm-hmm. of that first down. And I didn't look too far, but I just know when I glanced at it that there was more penalties being called on the visiting team than the home team. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be human. Yeah, well, human we nature. see that in the NBA, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, no, I, I, I'm just saying not the refs. I mean, the players themselves may be oh. messing up a little bit more because, you know, you don't have that home field advantage. Maybe you have you know? more offsides. Yeah, yeah, so it could be also a factor. Just also, or maybe they don't the see thing. as well on the road because their hand is in the neutral zone. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The, the blue line. They need to start putting the blue that line. blue line <laughs> down on blue the line. Field. Put a laser. <laughs> put a laser right down the line of scrimmage. Like right? if you put your hand, eh, yeah, something. One other up. note before we take a break and yes. make our picks. Uh, I sent you some video on Shaq Leonard. I uh, saw that. I saw it too. And very cloudy, but I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, good. once again, he told you why. Yeah, okay. Jeez, you got to uh, get yeah. an iPhone, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saw it very well. It was well. clear, okay. Very I, well. I, Thank you, Bill. I, I figured it became because of his phone, it didn't take a good picture. <laughs> well, now, he has said some crappy yeah. videos, yeah, exactly. but that was... You those, know why that was? Those two were good. Because it was smudged up on my camera. <laughs> I cleaned my camera. So, what did you see since you and saw it I just watched clearly. the first series of Shaq's last game with the Colts against, lo and behold, Zeke Elliott and the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the first series of that game, there were three consecutive plays that would tell me, okay, I see. He did not look I see why Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator for the Colts, made the decision, you know what, we're going with this EJ Speed out of Tarleton State, Mm -hmm. North Crowley High School, Mm -hmm. fifth year in the league, uh, to take more snaps at linebacker. And and, and I'm not saying that that game is the one. He looked like a linebacker with a bad back. He looked like a linebacker with a bad back. And and I'm just saying that was probably the final straw, that Mm -hmm. game, whatever. So, And who knows? We'll see. We're going to see him. We're going to see him Sunday night. I think he's going to be playing for the Eagles. And he is wearing number 53. He's gotten his 53 back. As they cut Christian Ellis, who was wearing fifty three, and wow, <laughs> I was just because you know, he had that number. <laughs> you know, not ability to hey man, we just need your when number. When you so sent that, it, it made me think. Well, maybe they shouldn't been so clip 
uh, quick to get rid of Rashawn Evans. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. They had him for, what, four days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't like what they saw? Mm-hmm. Might need him. Yep. Or could have needed him. Now he's him. in a cowboy uniform. All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgate's going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back to Mick Shots. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, December 9th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of AT&T Stadium, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, play games, head outside to Miller Lighthouse, and even play on the field. And don't forget to get your photo with Santa and Mrs. Claus. Visit AT&T Stadium. Dot com slash rally days for tickets and more information. Are you that an alumni? was flawless? It Are was. you an My alumni? God. Are you going to be there? No. <laughs> no. Well, you better. I, I've already done my uh, rally day. They'll, you know, they got to spread that spread stuff it out. out. Yeah. Well, you better bring your A game tomorrow. Hmm. They're going to be there. Huh? They're going to be there. No, I'm saying for our deal. Oh, please. Don't I always? Come on. Yeah, but no, you're gonna even, have to, better, you're gonna, even better to help me out. Yeah. <laughs> we won't have uh, our MC. Jackie won't be there, mm-hmm. and they're going to be disappointed. Yes, they will. They I'm disappointed, too. She's what time is nice that? Lady. 115 is when we take the stage. I don't know if you can. This, I don't know if you, you think can, if I can you coordinate can't match her energy, well bro. You can't match and her this energy. This is where? Uh, at the Omni. At the Omni. Right here across the... No, she, she's... Oh, Omni Frisco, right? She's got wow. major energy. She's yeah. got major... It's indoors? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. yeah. it's co- there's a blue norther blowing it's in. Coming in. We don't have to worry about that. Okay. No, we ain't worried about that. We're indoors. We, and we can pla- park close enough to <laughs> right. get in without going outside. <laughs> okay, and uh, by the way, as we preview your weekend, it's uh, high school football state semifinal weekend, and tonight at the Star, the two-time defending Class 5A State champion South Oak Cliff Golden Stop. Bears are playing right here against Frisco Emerson. And Two good quarterbacks. That's Michael Hawkins for Frisco Emerson, I know, mm. who's committed to my school. Yes. and uh, <laughs> That would be OU. Uh-huh. And then uh, another shout-out, Alito, 11-time state champion, plays tonight Alito against Forney. Alito is back. <laughs> yes, Alito against Forney. And then the 6A uh, semifinal games tomorrow have DeSoto, defending state champ, taking on South Lake Carroll and Allen at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in Mesquite, it's the defending state champion Duncanville Panthers. Yeah. against Tyler Smith's North Crowley Panthers, oh, who are 14-0 and 0 on the bro. season. He says he's going to be there <laughs> at Mesquite's Memorial Stadium for that game. Where's Anna playing? Anna is playing Decatur 7.30 tonight at Denton's Collins Stadium. Oh. Can is I catch, Anna, your I can team? catch all this on the computer? Uh, no, but you remember Foster. Uh-huh. Used to work here in the TV department. He's uh, teaching their communication oh, okay. class at Anna, and I was going to text him and say, you coaching football too? Mm. <laughs> All right. They so evidently have a very good quarterback. Okay. Well, they're in the state semifinals. And then state championship week is next week at AT&T Stadium, which is a, always a big week. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and we're out of – we're gone. Yeah. Well, I, they start with the six-man games like on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, well, I can go see that. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, witness team, what happened? They won. They won state. They won okay. Liberty state. Christian. They won state. They won yeah. state. Wow, yeah. good. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, but they're moving up to Division One next year, so mm. good luck. They're moving up? Okay. Yeah, and he's got two uh, two sons, Cooper and C.J., were both named All-State. So, anyway. All right, now. Everson's up. Me? Yep, it's time. Right, guys. It's time to make our picks. I already, I already gave you kind of a preview of what my, my, my pick-to-click is going to be, the person. But I have us still scoring the way we always score at home. I don't think they're going to be able to stop us. They're not going to hold us to 23 points. And I think defensively, you know how we are, man. We get those uh, teams behind the chains, and we just start coming at them. But it's a good team in Philadelphia, so I look for them to score 24 points. I look for the Cowboys to score 35 points. I'm not going 40. I'm going 35. That's pretty much on pace to how effective we've been. And they're going to be doubling CD. They can't double everyone. So my boy, Don't Michael, take my Gallup, guy. Michael Gallup, he's going to get a touchdown in this game. I'd like to say he'd get, you know, maybe five catches, but I'm just going to stick with the one touchdown. Okay. Very so, good. Savannah, you're up. What's she say? And Savannah says the Cowboys win 30-27. to 27. Mm-hmm. And her pick is Jonathan Hankins. All right. Yeah, John, he's been balling, guys. He's got three sacks in his last <laughs> two games. He's been balling. How does a nose guard get three sacks? Now, if he can stop the brotherly shove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he definitely will be player of the game. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what she's thinking. Yep. So, for me, 
I've got the boy. She just keeps trending on me here. Mm. Uh, I've got thirty-one twenty-seven. <laughs> by the way, uh, and my pick to click is going to be sort of thinking along the lines of Everson that they're going to be all over C.D. Lamb. So give me Brandon Cooks. Okay, mm, good one. Brandon Cooks. Well, yeah, but what? Give me, come on. You can't just say give me. Give Cooks. me more. Give me, he's yeah, going to have. What are you going to do? Oh, he's going to have catches. He's, I was going to try to <laughs> remember. Um, has he had like a touchdown in each of the last couple of games? Four games, I think. Wow. Four, four in a row. Yeah, maybe, maybe four in a row. We'll so start. definitely definitely one touchdown then. And at least one touchdown. Okay. There you go. Let's see what he's had receiving Cooks. He's had touchdowns in three of the last four games. Okay, so Pollard, uh, what's Pollard done? Pollard receiving? Or no, no, running? just touchdowns. Oh, his, his, his has been uh, uh, three in a row. Okay, three One in a row. touchdown in three successes. That was a good games. score last week. I like that pitch out. Yeah. Okay. And Bill's up. All right. I'm going with this, Devontae this, this gonna, this Turpin. Take a while. Oh, I thought this was going to take a while. I thought you had a in little honor of line. Kelvin Martin in his punt <laughs> return for a touchdown in 1991 to win mm-hmm. a division championship. Devontae <clears throat> Turpin is going to take one to the house. Okay. A punt or a kickoff? It's going to be a punt. Okay. Yeah. Punt you return for a touchdown. Never get a chance on kickoff. For Devontae. And 15 straight home wins. Cowboys win by 15. Mm-hmm. 38-23. Final score. Right. Kept it very oh, simple dang. for You're you. You're very close to me. You, yep. guys, you guys yeah. went high. 30s. So, But I, I, like you, I decided not to go 40. Mm-hmm. Not five straight 40-point mm-hmm. games I hope home. we're so wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're so close. I might as well go 40. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. I'm 38. <laughs> So, and this will be the theme of the game. And I picked it up Uh-oh. on Saturday. Sounds like a closing mix shot from here. Nick Saban. Oh, after wow. they won, and I was kind of thinking that all along in my head for some reason. And I've heard a bunch of guys here say the same thing. He said, "You have to prove you know how to win." Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line for this game. Stats don't matter. The only thing that matters is you figure out how to win a game like this. Yep. And I will rest my peace. Yeah, somebody With else. Nate somebody Newton's else will be got re- something to he'll be, say. He'll be resting after all this food. Oh, my. Look at this. <laughs> Did you bring me food, or is that just for you? You know, Friday's pizza. Friday's <laughs> <laughs> pizza day, boy. Yeah. Chicken wings, too, right? Let me say this, fellas. Uh-oh, yes, sir. Oh, no, 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 no. It's uh, not nothing to do with y'all's oh, show for Last us. word. Y'all players and last stuff. Last word. Understand right. this here. <laughs> I listened to the show before you guys and the show before you guys. Uh-oh. But we're a, so good. Yeah, 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 but I have to listen to all y'all. Stop. This game would not be decided on referees. This game will be decided on players. I didn't say anything about that. Well, I just, just pointed saying, out the crew. I mean, the first group that came on was like, hey, you know this guy? Y'all giving a percentage oh, wow. of calls. Did they do and the I'm same like, thing? Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know that. I'm like, stop, man. This would not be decided by referees. <laughs> well, you know why? Because somebody's going to make a call. Hey, hey, all the, I'm the saying league, is, the league is going to make a call. As the great calls. coach would say, is, is he hanging? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the refs have the cojones. Will they be hanging to make a bad call, Mick? Hey, are they dropping this? Are they dropping this? Come on. Well, he, he just dropped them. Yeah, he did. Yes, you, got he pick, did. you got a pick, Nate? Oh, yeah, man. The Cowboys, we're going to beat the brakes off these dudes, man. <laughs> hey, when the score Wait, I'm is, putting this down. Hold on. Beat yeah. the brakes. Breaks. And right, the score will probably probably be like uh, five to three. Okay, five to three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what that sound like? Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys. Five, right. that was five right. touchdowns five nothing. to three. Right, right. It was Man. five Best nothing. defensive effort yeah, that right. Tom Landry's ever 35, seen. 35-21, 1970. Mel Renfro had interception yeah, in the game. Sure and the great Vern Lundquist said, listen to this madhouse crowd <laughs> roar. And that's what's going to happen on they Sunday was, night. Uh, they probably giving away free drinks that game. I ain't going to the stadium crowd <laughs> roar. No, no, that was way Cotton Bowl. Oh, they were dry. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. All right, so Nate, no, beat the no, brakes off these dudes. Okay. Call the flask. Off these dudes. You bring you bring a flask to the game. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that does it for mixed shots, and it will be a victory Monday on Monday at high noon. Go Cowboys. There you go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!